Me too. Oh, you're a Gemini too? They're the best. We are the best. Can you hear me? Welcome to Nina Torres Podcast. I keep saying dope and dope. (laughs) We got um, Nina Torres in the building. Antoine Nelson. I ain't know if you want to call Peanut. (laughs) (laughs) We got Brenda. Brenda, Miss We Care. Miss Me Care. We Care. Oh, Miss We Care. Yes. That's your brand? Yes. Oh. What's your brand? Uh, I I had a lot going on. I know. I'm not, my brand is not established yet. Oh, not it yet. it will be. But you got that mentoring with the- I have the Sons of Someone mm-hmm. mentoring program uh, based out of Elizabeth. I also have a ramp mentoring program is based out of Mercer County. I also um, work with Anchor House, the homeless shelter in Trenton for runaway kids. Mm-hmm. I also um, I act on Mayhem, the web series. Um, I got a few things going on. I see. And so y'all both Gemini's. Absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. How y'all both in the same field, the same sign? I don't know. <laughs> the best. It's, it's the best sign. Um, but don't um, don't be a hater. We can't start this you know, out with hate. Yeah, we, you know yeah, what we, I'm do, we do. You know, I, you know, I can't stand Gemini. Because y'all try to take over our tour season. Like, let what? us live first. Then y'all can come in with y'all. You know. Nah. Yeah. Nice, nicest nicest people you ever meet. Who Gemini? Yes. I, I I don't know about that. I I know. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> is that an engagement ring? No, it is, but it's a throw away. away. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you. It's a fake engagement ring, so people won't talk to me. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> um, y'all traits, y'all got some dope traits, right? They say y'all weaknesses. You know, um, what weakness? Stuff. We don't have, y'all have right. They say y'all have y'all inconsistent, y'all indecisive, and you're nervous. Um, I, I could say I could definitely say I get nervous before I do anything. I do. I get nervous. I think I'm pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. I think I get nervous though with yeah. certain things. I'm I'm pretty consistent, but I get nervous before like I do anything. I get start. Yeah, I get like very anxious and nervous. You do. Yeah. Hmm. But they say you you're sociable people. And y'all, um, y'all always ready to have fun. Mm-hmm. And y'all very serious. Is that true? That yeah. is. Uh, it's, it's some truth to it. Yeah. I actually was just telling somebody, I feel like I'm really uptight sometimes. I need to Let, relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's weird. I guess that's the both sides. Because how, how are you guys, like, um, sociable, but then you... Um. You're serious. That, it depends on the situation. Uh-huh. That's it. I could say for me, I've seen both sides of that for me. Like, I'm a very social person, but sometimes I just want to be by myself, get done what I need to get done, and, mm-hmm. you know, handle what I need to handle without 
anybody. anybody. Yeah. Because <laughs> shout out to Ace of Space Studio. Um, he's a Gemini too. And he's like serious as hell too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I could see like, you know, uh-huh. that trait somewhat. But I didn't know y'all were nervous people. Yeah. I, I Kanye's you indecisive you though. You probably wouldn't never know. I guess I could be indecisive sometimes. Yeah. Definitely. Like, you know what though about all of these? It could be anybody. You right. you were indecisive right. sometimes. Yeah, I agree. But we talking about Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this called? Gemini's get a bad rap though. Absolutely, they do. They really do Hello? for no reason. Hi. Hi. Hi, this is Peter. <laughs> Teeter? Is that a lucky caller? Hi, Peter. Yes. You said Peter or Teeter? Peter. Hey. You know? I have oh. no idea who Peter is. Hi, Teeter. How's it going? What's your What's your zodiac sign? Hi, I'm on a call right now. I'm sorry, I'm talking to someone. What? Who's Teeter? Yeah. Um, I met Nina at Target one time. <laughs> oh, what's up? What's up, man? Are you, what's your what's your zodiac sign? Are you Gemini? Nah, I'm a Leo. Oh, they right before y'all, right? Leo's Leo. are after. No, after. Leo's after. Yeah. Way after. You you got any thoughts about Gemini people? Um, nah, y'all cool. <laughs> we are. I don't do nothing. What Kanye? Not to me. Not to me. Trump. People be chill what? around me. Huh? Like, come on. Gemini's are some of the most amazing people she ever. She went after the two. Ooh. That's trendy right now. Right. <laughs> um, Kendrick Lamar is the only person that's Tupac. Cool. Tupac? Uh, yeah. yeah. Tupac cool. and Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they don't need. They're dead though. So what? Who, he, when they, they probably was on when the cusp they, of when they were here. They made cancer. <laughs> when they were here, they made their stamp like Tupac. Early. Like, shut it down. That's twenty year olds. I don't. No. You don't agree? No. I just think that you're a hater, and I think it's unfortunate. You yeah, I am a, a hater because you guys always try to take our spotlight. Like, can we just get to the end of the tour season? Y'all be promoting your parties like in tour season. Like, really? Uh, Good thing I don't have parties. When when should we start promoting them? As soon as y'all turn Gemini season. (laughs) I'm a May Gemini. I know. Are you? Started early. Yeah. May what? May 30th. May 30th. So, yeah. So, he start promoting in our season. No, that's not true because if he's a Gemini at May 30th, it's his season. Yeah, he needs to start. In his season, when is it? May twenty first. May 21st. That's when he should start. You got, what, eight days to promote your party before your birthday. <laughs> I don't care. I be hating on y'all Gemini. I don't know why. Huh? I love you. You love why? me? Because they take over our sign. Gemini is like the quietest person in the world. Mm, I, I don't know if that's just me or they just quiet. Ain't nothing quiet no, about no, me. No. Then they have like a little crazy moment, but they quiet. quiet. Plotting. You plotting? <laughs> oh, like Kanye, right? So Peter, they are mentors, right? Ain't this weird? They're two Gemini's and a mentor. You have any mm-hmm. questions for them about mentoring kids? What are you teaching the kids, if anything? Let's go from there first. Uh, teaching the kids how to evolve into great people. We're 
being in presenting them with positive people, positive places, showing them the world, just taking them out of the hood, letting them know that there's more out there. I mean, okay. as, as far as careers, they could be whatever they want to be. Um, I bring I bring people from different career fields in uh, so that the kids could see people that look like them um, and they could be whatever they want to be. Um, myself, I really focus on life skills building and trauma-informed care. So um, helping them cope and heal from any traumatic experiences that they have been through, um, as well as piggyback piggybacking off of Antoine. Antoine, showing them different things, doing different things with them that they wouldn't have the experience. They wouldn't have the experiences without us, um, without mm-hmm. us taking them on college tours or Disney mm-hmm. or stuff like that. They wouldn't have those experiences without us. And I always tell um, principals and superintendents, you know, like we go into these schools and they teach kids math and science and History, they they teach these things. You know, a lot of schools took out um, health classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're not teaching them how to heal or cope or deal with their emotions in a productive manner so that they could be um, productive members in society. And um, that's a huge part of who they are. And then that's where, you know, all of this uh, mental illness comes in because mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not taught how to, um, they're not taught how to get through these things. Mm-hmm. So that's really mm-hmm. what I focus on. Thanks, Peter, for calling in. Ain't no problem. I want to say thank y'all for teaching the kids. No problem. No problem. All right, talk All right, to y'all. You. Stay beautiful. Thanks. Oh, that was nice, Peter. But um, Peter, <laughs> is it hard mentoring? Like, um, especially when the kids have no guidance from their parents. Absolutely. It could it could be hard. It's very reward rewarding, mm-hmm. but it could be very very difficult. Um, one thing that I had to learn through this, I've been doing it for six years, is that you cannot save everybody, even though you want to. You just can't, and um, they are going to break your heart. They're going to break your heart, and that's okay because we have to understand that the work that we do now, if it doesn't show up in this moment, that at some point in their life, they're going to say, I remember when, or I remember, you know, Miss Brenda said, or Antoine. Antoine yeah. I keep wanting to say Antonia. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't or say Antoine. Antoine. <laughs> or Antoine said, or Mr. Antoine said or did. And, you know, we have to know that it's a process. Is it, um, what have you learned to do differently with your daughters and, um, even with your son now that you have uh, that field of mentoring? Um, so I want to say, first, I want to say, like, I, for the kids that I work with, I want for them, like, I want for my kids. Like, I, like the kids are our future. So I want to instill in them stuff that I didn't learn. Like she said, um, we took 50 kids to Disney. I've never been to Disney before until I took these kids to Disney. Oh, wow. This is something that, like, when we started at the beginning of the year and said we was going to take kids to Disney, this was something that people didn't believe was possible. I didn't believe it was possible. Uh, my colleague told me that, uh, let's take these kids to Disney, but we did it. Mm-hmm. And this year, we're talking about taking these kids out the country mm-hmm. for our retreat at the end of this year. So 
Like, I just want for these kids to to see that it's different. Like, I um, I, my hometown is Elizabeth. Um, we have kids who haven't been outside of Elizabeth. Mm. Like, where we here right here, it's kids that probably never been outside of this town or this county. Mm. So I want, I just want the kids to see that it's is a whole nother world out there. Like, so if if you put a kid in in this box in this city in this town and they don't see uh, uh, outside of that box, then they're gonna think that they only could do what's inside that box. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you take that kid outside of the box and and, and introduce them to new and and just different things, mm-hmm. then they'll see that like life has so much more to offer. And that's how you. Is it difficult with your daughters though? Um, like, I work with. Uh, well, I work with boys and girls. Oh, you don't. I work. I work with boys and girls, but more so boys. But um, it's a learning experience because I was a young dad. Mm-hmm. I had my first child when I was eighteen. I'm forty years old now. My daughter, twenty one years old. Oh. I have three daughters that's in college right now. Wow. I have three daughters that's in college. Forty. I'm forty. Oh, damn. oh wow. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have thought that. I'm either. 40. So I got three daughters that's in college right now. So in the beginning when I was 18, I, I made a lot of mistakes with my first daughter. You know, I was I think I was a little rough on her. Um, and and me being rough on her, our communication like faded away. Like she stopped talking to me as much. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned from the mistakes of my first daughter and I, you know, I did things different. With my other kids, I apologized to my oldest daughter. I told her I was like, "I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. I ain't know what I was doing back then. Mm-hmm. Like for real. Like, um, well, my daughters. I have some. I have. I, I can say I have some great kids. Like um, his daughter, his youngest daughter, at two years old, she was potty trained. Yeah. She was wow. the only child in the daycare that was potty trained. I used to be her teacher. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, she was the only girl that was potty trained. It was crazy. Wow. I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. She's, like, really potty trained. And right now she is 10, and she is uh, a... Flourishing. She's a, <laughs> uh, she will be a 2024 uh, gold medal uh, Olympian. Wow. She is a... Uh, she's getting homeschooled by her mom. Her mom is a... Uh, Actually, the Burlington County Teacher of the Year, mm. and um, she's homeschooling her. This is the first year of being homeschooled because my daughter's going to the gym full time. Mm. I drop her off at the gym in the morning when all the other kids going to school, mm. and then after the gym, she gets homeschooled by her mom. Um, her her plans was to go to UCLA on a scholarship, but she changed that recently because she said that UCLA is not an Ivy League school. Wow. And she wanted to go to the school where the highest performing kids go. Oh, very intelligent. So that's her wow. plans. She, mm-hmm. she she says she's going to get a scholarship to one of the Ivy League schools. That's amazing. Yeah. I think I know your um, daughter's mom, actually. That's such oh, a really? small oh, world. Wow. Yeah. yeah, she's a beautiful person. Yeah. Sure. Sure. When he started like breaking down, like she yeah. homeschools, I always see her um, post um, stuff. And she just created like her bedroom. Mm-hmm. She's she's an amazing, amazing person. Yeah. An amazing person. Yeah. That's good. Small world. Yeah, small world. <laughs> yeah, she's breaking it down. I'm like, yeah, that sounds world. real familiar. She's a teacher. Yeah. Too. Like, I think I know her. <laughs> so if you were to have kids, how would you direct your energy differently too? Cause um 
I think that a lot of parents can be hard on their kids sometimes and that we sometimes we we don't listen. And what I find with a lot of these kids, especially adolescents, is that they just want someone to listen. So I think that I will really just hone on, like focus on just listening to what their needs are versus what I feel like they may need. Because what I may think that they may need, they may not need because they're different. You know what I mean? These are human beings that are developing. And I feel like as parents, sometimes we have this idea of what we want our child to be when they're their own person, Person, they're their own entity, you know, Mm -hmm. like they grow up and may want to like his daughter wants to be a gymnast. Like they fully support that, you know, and I commend y'all on that because there's a lot of people that don't do that these days. Yeah. We don't focus on what the child is um, in love with and what their craft is and focus on that and then make other things secondary in a, in a way, mm. you know, where they're still educated, but, you know, this is what they're going to be passionate about. They're going to thrive in. They love doing it, you know, and they're going to benefit in the long run um, financially, you know, um, and make a life for themselves. Like, it's possible. Instead of taking that possibility away. How long have you been mentoring? Um, well, I've been mentoring a long time, but I started my nonprofit in 2013. Oh, how long have you been doing? Um, uh, I probably I probably been mentoring since maybe like 2008. Mm. But the programs that I'm in, um, the Sons of Someone, we started in 2014. Mm. So how, because back then, 2008, cell phone, how is it mentoring? Don't you wish you didn't have cell phones now? I was mentoring in Camden when I first started Mm. with elementary school kids. It was tough. Mm. It was really tough because the the school didn't really know what they wanted. They just wanted somebody to help. (laughs) They they didn't know how to control the kids Mm -hmm. or nothing. These are some tough kids. And I, I loved it. I loved it. Like I, I want the toughest one. Oh, like give that, me the one that that's the toughest, toughest. that's mm-hmm. talking the most junk. Like give me that one. They're yeah. usually the softest. Uh huh. The softest one. Mm-hmm. But is it hard now with cell phones? Like mentoring now with social media. Um, um <clears throat> I'm going to answer this. Uh, so from a personal aspect, I struggle with like. One, me personally, like, allowing them to follow me. I post a lot of um, positive stuff. But also with the programs that I run, during our time, it's our time. There is no cell phones. But it is difficult because um, one thing that I do learn, we spend, what, an hour, two hours with these kids. But then they go right back home for what, you know what I mean, for the rest of the week or whatever the case may be. So you got to hope that, you know, that those two hours that you spend with them during that week, you know, it makes a small dent in the, you know, great hole that, you know what I mean, they're already, they may be in. When these kids leave us, um, we only know what they open up, you know, about to mm-hmm. us. But some of these kids go home to no food. Some of these kids go home to no lights. Some of these kids go home to just, you know, not a lot where their mother is never home or their father is just not around, unfortunately. You know, we don't know everything that goes on when they leave us, but we hope that we provide some safe space. Um, but social media is a is a great, great influence on them. Like, 
it's a big part of who they are, uh, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't even know how to detach from it. Um, it's hard for you. How did, how did you do on the boys' camp when y'all went to Disney? Well, we, uh, as far as retreats, mm -hmm. you got to leave your phone at home. Oh, no okay. electronics at all. We, got, oh, okay. we living in the moment. Mm -hmm. So if you want, I'll take a picture with my phone if you want me to take a picture of that. But we want you to enjoy it, not like, the whole time, like yeah. you like this, nah. We we want you to enjoy it. So all the retreats, we got a cell phone policy. Once we first start the program, it's a cell phone policy. That phone got to go up. You got you got to put that phone up. And it's a different experience for them because they don't know yeah. how to be without their phone. So when yeah. they actually see that yeah. they can enjoy themselves and other people's company, they appreciate the time. They more. appreciate the time. Absolutely. Yeah. And then more bonding. Yep. Yeah. Are they more open now? Like to tell you about. <laughs> things that are going on at home. You know what I mean? Um, from my experiences, from um, the programs that I run, especially my four-year program, we talked about everything. We talk, I watched these kids grow up. Uh, I got my kids, a lot of my kids in like seventh grade. Some of them are graduated and now in the 11th grade. So I've just watched them grow up. So I know a lot, you know, and I've helped through a lot. And I'm sure you could attest to this. Yeah. Parents calling and saying, thank you. They wouldn't talk to me about, but I see some type of change or, you know, so. They, these kids are definitely going to tell their mentors stuff that they don't tell their parents. Mm -hmm. yeah. they're gonna, we're going to have conversations that they're not going to have with their parents. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I've heard a lot of different, I mean, one, I had an 11-year-old that just came out, you know how the, the kids be playing with words and they was like, you gay, you mm -hmm. gay, you mm -hmm. gay. And one boy just came out one day and he was like, why y'all always say that? Like, why y'all always say that? It's people that's really gay. I'm gay. Like, oh. and, and at the moment, that's something that you got to just, that ain't something that you got to sweep, you can sweep under the rug. No, we got to bring that out. Let's talk about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause this is this that's a teachable moment. Right. Yeah. He he ain't he never told nobody that before. Mm. So it's no shutting down on that. No. If 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 we got a mentor in there that can't handle it, then we got to bring one in there that can. That can mm. right. And we got to talk about it. But he felt safe enough yeah. to say it. To, to say open it. Up. To open up and to say it. So yeah. What made y'all start mentoring? Let me me. The reason why I start mentoring is because I feel like I was a part of the destruction of my community at one time, mm -hmm. right? So I felt like I owed my community to help bring it back. It was a lot. At the time that we started the program, I was always trying to help, trying to figure out ways to help. And then once we started the program, I mean, all the talking was over. Like, it's time to get to it now. So, like, I felt like... I owed it to my community to help bring them back up. We was going through some bad times. It was a lot of murders at the time. Like, it was just a lot going on, and I felt like it was a need. And, and I always call out to the men in the community, like, yo, what's up? I only need, like, an hour. I only need, like, two hours of your time. I just need you to talk to this kid. Mm -hmm. Like, so like, I'm on it now. That's powerful to say that you felt like you was a part of the problem and you wanted to be, yeah. you know, a part of the solution now. Mm -hmm. It takes a... You know, a great man to sit there and to one admit his faults and then to move forward mm -hmm. and correct that. So I definitely, definitely commend you on that. Thank you. You're welcome. 
um, for me, make this short, but um, I was one of those kids. Um, my parents, both of my parents was both on drugs. Mm. I've been on my own basically since I was 13. I've been to four different high schools. Um, statistically, I should have failed, mm-hmm. you know? So I always say that I just want to show kids that you have the choice to truly be whatever it is that you want to be. We always tell kids that they could be anything they want to be, which is very true. But nobody tells you you got to do the work to get there, you know. Um, so I, for me personally, I was them. I was a lot of those kids. And I don't discriminate like, oh, I just want to deal with kids that, you know, you know, have parents that's on drugs. Or I just want to deal with kids that come from the hood because truth be told, I lived in a rural area. I didn't come from like, you know, a city. I came from a very, very small town where everybody knew each other, but um, I lived in poverty. I lived with roaches, rats. I had the filthiest house on the street, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So like my story is a powerful one, but I always just said to myself, like I didn't want any kid to ever feel how I felt, you know? And if I could provide some type of safe space or um, platform for that, then that's, that was my mission. And, you know, so far I've, and accomplishing it mm-hmm. so what do you say to the people though that grow up in the good areas that have experienced still end up like why <laughs> I know a lot of people like that who but <clears throat> I can say this though just because you grow up in a good area like nobody knows what goes on in your home they don't like when I first started mentoring the boys my thing was um and, and one of the things I was a part of the mission was um, and and I, we had to change that mission because it was like, uh, all right, we're going to be here for the boys who don't got no dad. But it's it's boys that got dads that live in their house that are more absent than the dads that they don't even see. Because they don't know how to um, yeah. relate or be there. Yeah. So it takes a village to raise kids. So even, raise even kids. if you have... a. Uh, a mother, a father, you got a grandfather, a grandmother on both sides. Mm-hmm. It takes more than that. It take it takes a whole village to raise kids nowadays. It does. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, it's not so much of like the people that we think grow up, you know, like, oh, you, you got a good. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. And granted, like, you know, in our eyes, they may have a good. But what we have to understand, everybody's struggle is different. You know, you could have the mom that stays at home and the dad that goes to work and, you know, brings home the bacon and the mom cooks. But that child, for whatever reason, you know, they may grow up and feel like he wasn't there enough. Or no, I, I have a family member like that. You know what I mean? Or, you know, my mom, all she wanted to do was cook. and yeah. You know what I mean? Or she didn't come to my basketball games enough. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so everybody's wanting needs are different. That com- that goes into, once again, where I said, like, when I have kids, I'm going to learn to listen to their needs and not what I think that they need because I feel like that's, and even from mentoring, like, I, I see that even I've coached my, um, men- my mentees on how to have a conversation with their parents. You know what I mean? I've coached parents into you know, how to have a conversation with their adolescent, you know, from that 12 to 19 age can be rough a lot of times. So once again, like we, we always think we know what a kid needs, mm-hmm. but sometimes they just really need you to listen 
And then maybe you will be able to figure out what is it exactly that they need. And I just think that that's one of the biggest mistakes. So I don't really necessarily think it's about like the kids that come from, you know, a decent home, home you know, because everybody is like, is just always some, something lacking. And sometimes kids, sometimes kids are handed things. And that's another thing we, you know, we, yeah. we may feel like as parents, like, oh, well, you handed everything to them. That's why they turned yeah. out. They're ungrateful. They're this, they're mm -hmm. that. But what was their you know, childhood, like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Maybe they handed everything because they never got. So, and then they didn't know how to, you got to think about those, um, those, those cycles, you know what I mean? Those generational cycles and, you know, what, what we seen as kids and, you know, try to be better parents. So it's, you know, I don't think that I'm not a parent yet, but I don't think that parenthood has any type of like book. Mm -hmm. No, it, it don't. You know? It's like you really, <laughs> and I feel like grandparents have their second chance to be a parent again. Right. Like all the mistakes they did, uh -huh. now they can relive it and is do that's it right. If you're fortunate enough to have, have it, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So um, I had a, I just want to thank y'all for mentoring kids because I had a friend that had adopted a, a troubled child, but he was getting mentored and he was doing good. When he stopped that, when I he went down. downhill, like straight downhill. And it's crazy because it's like, Cause you, he they, was in a better home because he was in foster care. You would think he would be better, but that mentoring like really helped him. Works. It does. It does. It does. I, um, had, uh, um, I just realized the other day when I was talking to one of my old mentees, uh, he's uh, pretty much aged out of our program. Every since we started in 2014, every every boy who aged out is right now. Is a high school graduate and uh, enrolled in college. Amazing. I think that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Absolutely. And you got to know that you had a part in that. Yeah. That, yeah. Mentor is good, even like for work. Like yeah. I had mentors at work. I think I think everybody needs a couple mentors. Like yeah. Yeah. You for do. every facet, for relationship wise. Mm -hmm. for, I never had a mentor. mentor. I never had a mentor. I just reached out to people like. Literally this month was like, yo, I want you to be my mentor. Mm -hmm. Like, I respect what you're doing, and I'm trying to take it to the next level and some things that I'm doing, and I want you to be my mentor. And they and they all was like, of course, like, yeah. it's big. Like, I, I really think everybody needs mentors in the different facets of, the, facets of their life in order to succeed and go to the next level. Right. You do. A business one, relationship, you're right, um, job, like. You do. Even yeah. friendships, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Even, I don't know, even talking, like, talking to your friends, they are, like, biased. So, I feel like, because they know, like, if I'm going through some stuff with a guy, she's not going to be, you know, go him, you know. But if I talk to a mentor, they might have an outside opinion about everything. I, I could agree or disagree. I think the my two closest friends, they're amazing because they call, we call each other out. That's one thing That's I could appreciate. they hold you accountable. Yeah, yeah they do. you need friendships that hold you accountable. Um, but like- What's they sign? What are, uh, what are their signs? <laughs> you big on them signs. Yeah, she really, really is. But I want, um, one is a, was that a Leo? Was a Leo? Is at the end of July? And one is at the mm -hmm. beginning of November. I don't know. November is Libra. Libra. Yeah, yeah so- Libra. Leo and Libras, the two L's. And but they're we always talk about our friendships though. Like we could pray together, we could 
laugh together. We could, you know, talk about business together because we're all, you know, venturing, doing our own business thing. But even thinking about, like, we were... um, we were just recently discussing how, you know, we're all successful in our own right and like we're all powerful in our own right. And we spend so much time with each other. Why not figure out a way we wait, can wait. make money you said together? Beginning of November? Yeah. Scorpio. Scorpio. Oh, Scorpio. She's a Scorpio. See, Scorpios is yeah. Is she popping? No, the beginning of November is, is... Capricorn. Capricorn? No. no. Capricorns is, not... is oh, it's Scorpio? December to January. Oh, right, right, um, yeah, right. Scorpio. Ends of October and beginning of November, November. Scorpio. Yeah, and yeah, she's a Scorpio and a Leo. Leo, okay. Yeah. Leos is kind of yeah. They yeah. kind of tell you straight lace, like what it is. Yeah, they're very. Oh Lord, yeah, she. Is. Yeah, she is. But we're um, Leos oh. about money though. Yeah, they about money. She buy money. Yeah, <laughs> they are. That's but money. and that's another thing. Um, just I think what what we do surrounding yourself with oh, yeah. good people, that's man. Good. That's going to keep you going. That's going to be like uh uh-uh. uh. Cause Don't I do that. Yeah. Um, I was just, before you came in, me and was talking, I was just saying like, you know, this could get, you could get burnt out because <laughs> it's a lot of work. You mm. know what I mean? And I've been there where I'm just like, I want to talk to nobody. I need to take some time for myself or whatever the case may be. It's a lot of work. Um, you know, at the, at the end of our, we had our retreat in June, I already told like my mentors, I was like, so I'm I'm looking for one of y'all to step up because right. I think I'm about to you know back off. But I think um one thing it is one thing that we sometimes well I know I sometimes fail to do is delegate <laughs> because I you know you want things done mm-hmm. your way or mm-hmm. the right way, but it's so many people that don't have a problem with taking on different roles mm-hmm. and you just have to delegate. Mm. And and I just like I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this. And I'm all right, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. What 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 are they there for? Right. They're there for a reason. Right. Mm-hmm. So we just gotta delegate and that that helps on some of the takes not a lot getting burned out. Yeah, it does. It's so funny that you said that because I just had a very honest conversation with myself, probably like August, it's I don't. A Gemini thing. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> I had a very like I had to sit down and look at myself in the mirror. Like I felt the I felt the need to have to control a lot of things, and like I do a lot from community days to college tours to creating programs for schools and speaking to schools. Like all of that takes so much time, and um, basically just sitting down and you know figuring out how to delegate certain tasks. That's why I was just telling him before you came in. That like I'm currently in the process of like just retooling, not really rebranding because I feel like my brand is great and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I am separating my nonprofit from my personal brand, which is Miss We Care, mm-hmm. and um, just kind of retooling, getting my uh, getting my team down packed. And I kept saying to myself, like, Brenda, you're going to burn yourself out and you're going to fail. You're going to fail, and that's a very honest conversation because you cannot do everything. You want to do everything, but you're not meant to do everything. Like, I can't do the video work that my video guy does. There's probably somebody out there that can write a better proposal, but take what I give them. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many people for so many different things. But entrepreneurs sometimes, like... Y'all want to handle everything? We want to handle everything because we feel like we need to learn everything. When Mm -hmm. I'm learning, that's actually not the fact. You know what I mean? Like, God gave you, like, I have a mouthpiece. So, like, I speak in schools and stuff like that. So, he gave you that gift, you know, to write, to be able to write um, 
also have somebody else delegate. All yeah, that delegate certain things. Like maybe you have somebody send out your proposals or, and I just started doing that. Like I have actually one of my former mentees, she kind of goes through and gets my email list yeah. so that that actually takes time getting an email list where I'm emailing different schools. Mm-hmm. So she does that, but I'll send out the proposals. Like it's yeah, just little stuff, stuff that would just take the weight off. So delegating is. Yeah. How you balance though? Cause you got kids. You got a new a, a one year old, right? A, yeah, I got a one year old. I have I did a camp too this year. Um, and my brother name uh, I had a brother that um was killed in 2015. Oh I'm wow, sorry to hear that. Thank you. I did a uh, camp. 15. 2015. Yeah. Oh, wow. So his, his nickname was Coop. I did a uh, camp for young boys and we took them to the Poconos for three days. Wow. Camp Coop. I just did it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want. When we came back from Disney, I was like, I, w- I just want to take some more kids out to see some more different things that they ain't seen before. And I just put the thought together, wrote it down, made a flyer, and just sent it out there and was like, and then I think I took like nine, ten kids, went out there, had fun, exposed them to different things. And these was, out of these ten kids, uh, probably like seven, eight of them I never met before. Wow. So it was beautiful. And one of the fathers, well, two of the fathers came. I mean, that's we had a dope. great time. That's dope. Yeah, we had a great time. But how do I balance? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Because that I seemed really like don't. a lot. My fiance, I have a fiance. My fiance said, she always told me, you need to sit. <laughs> you need to sit down. Mm-hmm. You need to sit down somewhere. Yeah. But I don't know how to chill. Like, uh-huh. I don't know how to chill. I even was working, like, for the... Uh, from last October until July, I was working two full-time jobs while I was doing everything else. Oh, mm. my God. I know that. I know that. <laughs> so you just quit. Like, I just I just go. Damn, just go. how y'all? How you function? I did, did you let your, You let the second job go, right? I let it go. Oh, yeah. okay, good. <laughs> I was about to say. I let the- it go because I was like, I'm too smart to be working two full-time jobs. Yeah. Like, I, I'm too That's smart. Crazy. Like, yeah. why am I working? I'm supposed to be owning a company. Why am I working two, for four, four people? Why am I, first of all, why am I working four people? Yeah. Second, why am I working for two people? Like, yeah. nah. Yeah, but I did that before. But that's, I always tell people, that's always a part of the grind. Yeah, it makes, it's a grind. It makes for a better story. Like, that's your story. Yeah. Yeah, like. That damn I worked a full-time job, two part-time jobs, ran my nonprofit, and was taking care of my niece, like, <laughs> full-time. I, I give it to the single mothers, oh, my gosh. I don't know how y'all do it. Yeah, they say y'all restless. It's that rough. would make sense. It's rough. I don't, I don't really y'all know Y'all Geminis. Y'all restless. Oh, we restless, yeah. Yeah, because y'all I could, I could go off like four, Jamaicans. Yeah, I could go off for four <laughs> hours of sleep. That's, that's regular. Yeah, that's I, go off for, regular. I, go, I could go off for four Ace, hours of right? sleep. You right, right. Oh, that's a that's a real Gemini trait. <laughs> yeah, like literally about three, four days out. Like I have like a schedule. Like I have to at least three, four days out the week. I gotta stay up to like four to get certain things done. Like you know, like sending out proposals and stuff. I still have meetings during the day. Um, during the summer, I picked up a part time because I hadn't figured out um, how to pay myself. But um, when it's not school year, my school year is a year that's like, that's when my money really flows in with contracts. So um, I picked up a part time and yeah, it was just, it's just about down to y'all because I can't do that. I'll be like, <laughs> sleep. <laughs> uh-uh. I'll be lazy sometimes. It, how bad you want it? Yeah. 
I need sleep. <laughs> but you eventually you you know you, I mean? you'll get sleep though. You'll get sleep. I'm and honestly, out. you'll do it. I'll do it, and then I'll take it. I don't know about y'all, but it, like I'll get a day and I'll crash. Like oh, <laughs> I'll yeah. be tired and I'll crash, sleep. Yeah. And I'll probably sleep like majority of the day. Yeah. But I could go like that for like, probably like, I've done it for like two, three weeks, especially if I got like a project or something coming up. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's just how it happens. Yeah. And I just won't sleep. Speaking on cat, y'all saw the cat Williams. Um, yeah. I saw. Yeah. And uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. I seen the Kevin Hart uh, and Tiffany Haddish yeah. interview. How y'all feel about what he was saying about the Cat Williams? What Kevin Hart was saying? Yeah, Kevin Hart saying that, you know, Cat kind of, is, he got to take accountability for I totally stuff. agree. I with, do. Because, first of all, I watched, because I didn't hear about the Cat thing. I, I was watching the Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish interview, and I stopped it and to see what, what uh, Cat Williams was saying. And he just came off like a straight hater. Mm-hmm. Like straight hater, like you just downing everybody. Like what Tiffany Haddish did to you. Mm-hmm. Like I already know him and Kevin Hart always had beef or whatever, but he just came off like a straight hater. And what Kevin Hart said is just real. It, it relates to a lot of different things. Like you gotta take accountability for your own actions. At what point did you say like I messed up? Mm-hmm. Like you, he messed up. Cat Williams was on the top of the game a couple of years ago with that Pimp Chronicles thing. Like he yeah. was one of the leading ones. What but happened? Don't you think the drugs messed him up? The, he took the drugs though. But you, you don't think that like in this, like other cultures want to see you fail, so they put you in situations to make you down. I can't go blame down. that on no other culture. Yeah, like. Like, I don't understand when people, okay, it is a choice. To take drugs, right? Of it is a choice. Unless somebody, like, you know, slipped you something, it is a choice. So whether somebody put the plate of Coke or whatever in front of you, you still chose to engage in that type of activity. Whether you thought that you could handle it or control it, that's that's a whole nother conversation. But what... I definitely, like, I didn't watch the Cat Williams um, interview, but what I could agree with what Kevin Hart said was just kind of like, you could have been that dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have been, you, but you're not because of your decisions. You're in headlines more now when it comes to Man, you catching a gun, a gun charge or on drugs or acting crazy. You're not even in the headlines for making an impact in your, you know, I guess your comedic career, your comedy career. So why didn't Kevin Hart mentor him on that? Kevin Hart thing? mentor him? You can't expect. All right, <laughs> that's like saying why I didn't mentor know? the kid in California that passed away. You can't mentor everybody. Mm-hmm. You you can't mentor nobody, a grown adult that don't want to get mentored. But not only that, how do we know that Kevin Hart didn't yeah. reach out to him at some point? Mm-hmm. How do we know that? You know what I mean? Like we. That's another thing when it comes to celebrities and stuff. We only, once again, that's a that's the power of social media. We only know what, what they, they tell us. Mm-hmm. That's just like Tiffany said. He apologized. But if you watch the interview, Kevin was like, nah, you know, she being nice. But yeah. only they know what really, how Kevin, his apologize, yeah. you know, how his apology went. So, once again, like, we don't know the ins and outs and how things really, really work. We don't know if those two men ever sat down and had, like, a real heart-to-heart conversation 
But once again, it was a choice. To me, that's how I look at it. Like, Cat is where he's at because of, his, because of his decisions, unfortunately. And he's not owning those decisions, and he wants to put the blame on everybody else. And I definitely agree with Kevin said. Um, Maybe because he's still in that state of drugs. Like, you know when you're on... Well, I've never been on drugs, but people who on drugs, like, they don't see it until they get out of it. And they're like, then they right. take accountability, accountability for, yeah, for yeah, themselves. Yeah. So maybe he's still in that state. That's why he's blaming everybody else. Well, then he Obviously. has to make that decision to get clean. The white man ain't do this one. <laughs> white man, say, the white yo, man ain't stop his money. They said that on episode two. You listen, um... <laughs> I had Will Wright and a couple other people on here. Yeah. They were saying that. Will Wright, Will Wright. The oh, the comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had uh, Jersey's fave and um, a couple other people. Wait, who else? Uh, damn it. Who else I had? Shit, I forgot. But um, they were talking about it, talking about how the white people set you up to fail like that. The, like, and they don't get like me wrong. Bill Cosby. I can get that. You know I, what I mean? I and I but they feel like they it. did that with Kevin Hart. I mean, Cat Williams, but too. They, but the thing is, they didn't like like Kevin Hart said. They didn't stop him from blowing those promo tours that he just didn't oh, go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The interviews that he didn't go on. They didn't stop all of that. He did that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like once he started getting high, I'm sure just to continue for his failure. Like I'm sure there was people just to keep him high. You get what I'm saying? I'm sure there was people around him taking advantage. I of mean, him he was on. Like the, you see him on pimp. He was high. Yeah, he was he high. say, yeah. "Oh, I'm like, you know what I'm saying?" Yeah. And, and, and that's not to say that you know. The white man may have not been a part of his demise, but ultimately he had a choice. choice. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's just my take on it. We all got choices. Mm-hmm. Like I could have been a stripper, a crackhead, and on welfare right I now. I wish I was a stripper. I wish I was a. Sh- <laughs> Cat Williams is on. He's fighting like a fifteen-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. On, man. I mean, I feel and I feel bad because like. He have a lot of potential. Like he was really funny. He still got it. He, yeah. he was on my wife and kids. Right. He was funny on there. Like I feel bad yeah, that he was just on my wife and kids. Yes, he was on. Y'all remember him on my wife and kids? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was on there with uh, Dame. Yep, he was on there. I, I just feel bad, but I wonder what what uh, Kevin Hart never say. I wish he would say like what made him different from a lot of celebrities not going down that road of. Like celebrities never talk about why they never went down that road of getting on drugs and um, stuff like that. What kept I, them I believe, away? I believe is that what you mean? I believe Kevin. Hart they never probably, talk about it. He probably it's just <laughs> I think it's the the type of drug that they use. Oh. I think Kevin Hart. I, I know I know for a fact a lot of celebrities and entertainers get high, but is is how much are it's you getting high? Can or you control it's levels? It? Like, yeah, levels. <laughs> but they never talk about it. Like I don't know if you guys because I don't know if you're. I don't want to lose fans by talking about me getting high. I don't want to. Lose. But talking about like overcoming, like not being a drug oh. addict, like some of these people. Like yeah. I don't know if you ever. Uh, I don't know if you would know, but uh, there's a guy named Henry Danger. He has a show. It's Henry Danger. It's on Nickelodeon, or whatever. But um, he's like 16, 15, 16, whatever. He said he's like been offered drugs so many times. And like he's in Hollywood or whatever. And he's, he's on, on like Nick. He's on Nick. 15, 16 years old. Yeah, and he said he's been offered like plenty of times. But he actually talked about like he's on the Breakfast Club too. He was on the Breakfast Club too. Was but he? he actually talked about um I gotta find that interview. I forget what his name is, Zach. His name's Zach. But he actually talked about like overcoming it, not actually he's grounded, like his family, you know, grounded him or whatever. And like nobody ever talks about that. Like celebrities. They don't talk about I like think- me not being 
an actual drug addict, you know? I think it it depends on like the communities you come from. It's normal to, to some people. It is to be on it. No, to to like, not to to either do it or not do it. Oh. Like for for if I'm coming from the hood and I'm be like, I never use drugs. All right. I never used drugs before either. Like mm-hmm. I think it's is is like we we overcome so much so much that that's just regular. I didn't use drugs. That's regular. Especially in our compared culture. Compared to, to the other stuff that we overcome. Like. Yeah. yeah, especially in our culture. What? We overcome it? No, the fact that like drug, like just in making our culture, drugs. Just making it oh, to Hollywood yeah. oh. is, is just, is big enough. To them to just do it. Yeah. yeah. I see. I, I guess I would talk about that. Like if I was a celebrity, I'd be like, yeah, I was offered it, but I never did it. I mean, yeah, but once again, these these celebrities, you know, they pick and choose what they want to discuss. Yeah. They pick and choose, you know, what's important to them and yeah. what's not, you know. Um, and once again, we don't know what they really do and what they don't, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I, I mean, I seen Kevin Hart drunk at yeah. the uh, Eagles game. <laughs> he tried to go on stage, with and then the that's guy. the thing. Like, that's the only thing I see. Oh, yeah. Some and like. For everybody, certain things are normalized. So, like, I know, like, just being in the entertainment industry, like, you know, like, coke is is like normalized. You mm. know what I mean? Like, it's normalized. Like to us, it's like whoa. Yeah, but to them, it's like they might go out, take a line. It really might be recreational. Not even might. It is. I know mm. somebody in the industry that it's it's recreational. Yeah. recreational. Like, oh, I don't do it. But then there's people who just have addictive personalities yeah. and don't know when to stop. Or don't know how to stop. Or once they get that first high, you know, you're chasing that high. So because y'all have brands, how do y'all try to like not do y'all care like what people say about your brand? So you do not engage in certain things or do certain things. I, is it is it hard I, being I, like that? I um well you gotta practice what you preach, first of all. Because you can't be uh, out here with the kids telling them to do this, do this, do this, do that, and you're not following those same rules. Mm-hmm. But to me, I feel like um, like I, I overcame a lot, of, a lot of things. Some stuff I talk about, some stuff I don't. Um, to me, like, I feel like uh, I disclose more of me when I feel it's needed. Like, uh, I... If I'm in a situation with some some kids and they've been through some uh, got charges or criminal history or or in a gang or stuff like that, I'll disclose as much as I feel I need to disclose to reach the kid, mm. right? So I got I have some I've I've had some kids who you don't know where I'm coming from, like you, you ain't never been through that mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and. Sometimes I disclose of what I've been through just to let them know, like, I've been through it. I, like, I, I got I've scars to prove it. Like, right. I show you, I can show you. Or if I don't feel a need to, because I feel like sometimes, sometimes it can be used against you. But, but lately, now, like, I feel like I'm, like, transparent with everything that I've been through. And I'm, like, an open book. I don't have no problem discussing. I'll rather say it now. Because I feel like I'm 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 on my way up here. Mm-hmm. So before when I get up here, you you can't say, "Oh, I know some secrets about him," because I already mm-hmm. told, told you. you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm I'm letting it all out. Um, for me personally, uh, I look at it as balance. Like, um, you've been on my page before, mm-hmm. but if you look on my like just social media, especially when it comes to social media, because that's what they see. Um, I'm not though I mentor kids. I still I'm 31. I'm still at an age where I go out, I have fun, I have a social life, mm-hmm. so I drink. But I'm not like drunk, throwing up on social media. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't get like that in general. Mm-hmm. But it's balanced. I did on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying, like, it's balanced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if I was, like, I'm not posting it. But you know, yeah. I might post me having a glass of wine. I might post me smoking some hookah. But the thing about it is, and I talk to my kids about this all the time. You see, y'all look up to Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, and you know they're amazing artists, and that's great. And I always tell people I'm the balance between wretchedness and righteousness. It's just who I am. You like, like it that. or you don't. You know what I mean? I love God. You know what I mean? I'm here to serve him and do what he wants. Yeah. But do not bring Dawana out because she will show out on you. That's my middle name. <laughs> but um, I just feel like it's balance. And um, for me, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do struggle with that. I do struggle with what I should post or what I shouldn't. But I'm, I'm human as well. And like I said... They look up to Cardi B and all these other celebrities, but if we could show them something kind of in the same realm, like, realm, like you know, we're we're great looking people doing positive things, getting into, you know, great things. Like I went to um, Black Girls Rock, you know what I mean? They oh, thought yeah, that was to. like, uh, yeah, I seen that. Yeah. And they yeah, y'all was both there. That's funny. That's crazy. <laughs> and it like, they were like, oh my God, Miss Brenda, you been you went to Black Girls Rock. And then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I sat third row. I sat, I sat next to the executive of BET in front of Angela Simmons and behind Mary J. Blige. Like, you mm. know what I mean? Like, so they're like, Ms. Brenda, oh my gosh. But it's showing them like, look, you could have this mm-hmm. social lifestyle, have a great time and still be not doing be something. Not be the Cardi B. Not, you know what I mean? Like, love Cardi B, whatever. But, yeah, love but not promote, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not You don't got to be bent over, shaking your behind. You ain't mm. got to be, you know, you don't, stuff. it's balanced. It's really balanced. And like I said, sometimes I'm like, oh, I ain't posting this. But if you if you ever notice on my social media, like all everything that I post that's staying there, you know, it has nothing to do with like me drinking or doing hookah or having fun or whatever with my friends. Because also I know schools look at my page. Uh, but okay. if I, on what is it, the Insta story, mm-hmm. I'll post a lot yeah, there. there I it post can go a lot away. there because yeah. it goes away. Mm-hmm. And then some there's some Insta stories that are like, you know, some of my Insta stories are popping in, you know, um, positive. So I'll save them and I'll make them like um, a highlight. So it's just really, it, it's balanced. It's really balanced because I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm something that I'm not. I mm-hmm. still go out and have a great time, but I could still help you and lead you and help guide you to where you want to be in your life as well. Because yeah. they may actually look up to that. Like, oh, she here, there, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she still be having yeah. fun with yeah. her friends. Yeah. It's balanced. How was y'all experience, going back to Black Girls Rock, how was y'all experience since y'all uh, both was man, there? It was beautiful. Um, me and my fiance went. And she didn't know that we was going there until the day of. Oh, you That's, surprised her? Yeah. Oh. So it was it was nice. Like it was nice. I had fun. You know, I saw everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody was there. Mm-hmm. Did y'all everybody. see Alicia Keys? I ain't see. I didn't see Keys. Alicia I Keys. She was there. Oh, she wasn't there. Nah. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> but like everybody was there. It was like you couldn't even stop for a second because I mean this person was there and this person sat oh. right next to you. So it was a lot. It was, yeah, it was nice. It was. It, it was, was a nice experience. Would y'all go back? Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I tell, I, I just, um, I had. Performed. How did she enjoy it though? 
real quick. Oh, she enjoyed it. She yeah. definitely did. And I was on T. A couple people were like, yo, I saw you on TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting those text yeah. messages too. Like, that's crazy. Where's you at Black Girls Rock? I think I see. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, it was a. I told everybody, like, I think it's something that everyone should try so to experience. Many beautiful black people. Mm-hmm. Really? To be in a room where you're not, like, standing out like a sore thumb, like you don't belong. But to be in a room and feel like you belong. It was great vibes then. And Definitely. yes, and you see people like you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you talk about million billionaires, you know? Yeah. It just makes mm-hmm. you feel like... You could do anything. Like it just makes you feel like you could do anything. I think that everyone should experience it. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah, I do. But I do. Going back to what you said, I do feel like which exposing yourself, like cause people will try to expose you later on. Yeah. That's why. I, yeah. You know my whole my whole ways. But you know <laughs> that's why I, I bring it out because it's like now you can't say, say anything about, about me, like about my past or whatever happened. You know, I feel like. Oh, you didn't see. You haven't been on social media. What? What happened? But I'm starting a new segment called Retired Host. Oh, wow. <laughs> Retired Hose. That is hilarious. Retired Host Services, you know. Just That's pretty hilarious. Anybody going through it or wants to go, you know. Yeah. They can seek me. I can, I can help. <laughs> Any answers? Because I'm going. I'm retired. So You're retired and you can help them mm-hmm. get to retirement. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. You got a card for that? I'm, I, I'm, I'm in the process. In the process, <laughs> I, that is hilarious. But it's that's that's part of the reason, like with the exposure stuff, because I feel like yeah, people try to get like your dirtiest yeah. things, and it's like if I expose myself, what you gonna say now? Because yeah. I done said it already. Yeah, I'm pretty transparent mm-hmm. yeah. with that. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I was abstinent for five years. Like, and I always, you know what I mean? That was something I pr- I was very proud of. So I talked about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't really. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was absent for five years, yeah. I was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Guys, like, guys would stop talking <laughs> to me. I would go out on, like, one day. They find out I'm absent. They'd be like, okay, yeah, like, I'm not doing this with mm-hmm. you. But um, I'm just very transparent when it comes to, like, stuff like that. You know what I mean? But I don't have nothing to hide. Very mm-hmm. honest about who I am, you know, kind of like what you're going through. Sometimes yeah. it could be difficult, but like you said, like ain't nobody using nothing against me. Yeah. Damn, that's a long time, five years. It is. Right? <laughs> I think, uh, ooh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but because I, I lost my virginity at an older age. I was 19, so I was okay. old, you know. I had a lot of catching up to do, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I guess... um. Oof, that's long. <laughs> it's really. I not. just can't get over that. How old were you when you did um, that? I was like 25, 25 Ooh. to 30, oh. 24 to like 30. To last, last 2017 of March is when I okay. stopped being. Wow. But like, actually, I'm kind of back being abstinent now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on that. I celebrate. Celebrate. Yeah. I mean, I don't, like, what's the difference? Uh, I tried to look up I the meaning. Abstinence is like you, you never had sex I, right before. No, no, no I want to no. say abstinence is because I looked up the meaning. You just practice no sex. Yeah, yeah. celibacy is when you. That's the real deal. Like you just quitting everything. But ab- abstaining is you just is a a time period. Oh, yeah. Okay. But so see, it I'm, was just no specific time period. I just knew that I didn't want to. Why? Um, 
That was like all personal reasons. We could talk oh, okay, about okay. that in another podcast. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, like just, you know, going through traumatic experiences oh, okay. and relationships and stuff and just needing that time to heal, truly heal and focus on like me, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know. Would you date a girl? I would. I would. That is? Oh. Yeah. I'm I'm not at, I'm not a young boy no more. So, so you're older, yeah. yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. So I had asked the question on Facebook: Would you date a girl who said she was celibate, but she allowed you to do you? That's, I actually that's had that experience. Hmm? I had that's that experience. <laughs> but she want if you like, she will give it up once you put a ring on it. But right at this time, she's working on herself, focusing on. I mean, as long as the relationship is good, I'll wait. I mean, it's worth the wait. I believe it's worth the If it's worth the wait, I'll wait. Wait. Yeah. I had that experience when I was abstinent. I dated a guy who we were, like, amazing. I was not threatened by anything he did with anybody else. And I just told him, like, when he felt as though, like, he was ready, you know? Like, it was just no pressure, you know? And, I mean, unfortunately, it didn't work out because he ended up, yeah. Lying about you know the things that he was doing, which I felt like why lie? Yeah. He had no, he had, and he still lied. So you know what I mean. Once you break my trust, that's that's kind of it, it from there. But yeah, and I I didn't get mad. I didn't get angry. It was just kind of like why lie, bro? Mm-hmm. Like you had free range to do whatever, and I never felt threatened because I really knew that I had his heart. Yeah. But when you it's hard. yeah, but when you feel like you gotta lie to me, and now now I now I feel like okay, it's more going on than what you. You know mm-hmm. what you're disclosing to me. I think, I think, I think that has to do with age. Can you wait for a guy if he says? Yeah, I could. You sure? I, yeah. <laughs> for how for how long? <laughs> What's too uh, long? Maybe a year. Because I want right now. I'm at the stage where retire. You know. <laughs> I'm at the stage where <laughs> I I just want to like grow as a friend with somebody. I don't want like um, nothing sexual. Yeah. Because me, when I get sexual, I don't like them no more like that. Like, That's I don't crazy. want them. That is crazy. Sex changes things. Yeah. yeah, it does. So I just want them for that. I don't want, like, relationship. It's weird. Yeah, you you. It turns crazy. me off. We like, got to gotta talk about this I'm, off air. <laughs> but that's 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 the, cool to build a friendship first, though. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I notice, like, when you're friends with somebody, it's easier to talk to them. Sex, it just clouds, it clouds it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like I can't see a lot of things because now I, um, I'm having sex with you. I can't. Now, can I trust you? Now it's all that. Like, if there's no sex involved. I think you're willing to be more honest yeah. with each other. Yeah. yeah. With some people, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're, why lie now? Yeah. Like, we're just friends. Right. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I don't want no... You know, I want a friend. Yeah. That's it. I think that we all should desire that. Desire a friend. A friend. Yeah. Like a real friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what stage I'm at. I ain't at no stage right now. But just chilling. Yeah, I'm just chilling. Like, I just... Regrouping. Yeah. Regrouping. Getting all together. Yeah. Like, if I meet somebody cool, if I don't cool, I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. Yeah. I, I just need to marry a rich man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Preferable like a millionaire, but <laughs> I mean, they say marry for money. <laughs> That's what they say. Exactly. Talk to a woman who's in, <laughs> who's married mm-hmm. and say they love their husband. Marry for money. <laughs> yeah, I think marriage is business though. At the end of the day, I'm gonna marry because mm-hmm. I need that pension. 
I need that 401k, you know? Wow. I just need to secure the bag. That after hilarious. that hilarious. That's just my That is a part of hoism. <laughs> so you're really not retired. <laughs> you still For real. have some. I need to secure a bag though. Is this gonna be your friend? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna build a friendship? Yeah, build a friendship. But I still need that bag. Well, if you have that friendship and y'all love each other, he won't make sure you got that bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of how it works. How Please. did you know your fiance was the yeah. one? How did I know she was the one? I don't know. How did I know she was the one? I just felt it. Like we we the first year that we were together, we we didn't even have one disagreement. And then after that, we had a bunch of them back to back. And we withstood through that. It was just, it was time. Like, I think, uh, I want to say that I've had some great women in my life. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't prepared for their greatness at the time because Mm -hmm. I still was trying to do what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So... I think I, I've always had, I've always, I was good at choosing good women. And she's another great woman mm-hmm. that I was ready for this time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she got, she, she had my son too. Mm-hmm. That was like the, the icing on the cake. Um, but I think she's a great woman. I think I'm a great guy, and I think it just was time to stop playing. Mm-hmm. That time. Yeah. That's why I be, yeah. I be wanting to know, like, when you meet somebody. Well, people who get married, like, when they know. How do you know? How, when is it that I always know? feel like with, with us with women, like, we we meet a good guy. We be like, oh, my God, he might be the one. But, like, I feel like y'all men really know yeah. more yeah. so than us. I, yeah, when I saw her, I just... I saw her on Instagram. Really? Wow. Uh, one of my friends had put up a, he a party promoter. Oh. He had put up her picture. Um, and I was just like, who is that? Mm-hmm. And I don't inbox people. I don't inbox girls. I don't, I'm not here for the screenshots. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a I, I, I figured out who the, who our mutual friends were and I reached out to them like, yo, who is that? And I, and I saw that she was going to be at that place at that time and I was like nah I ain't gonna I, I got stuff to do I can't go there and I'm right. not going to chase her mm-hmm. but what's she gonna be the next time right 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 <laughs> but you so, made it happen and crazy part was she had a she was already my Instagram friend and I didn't even know she's my Instagram friend and once I reached out she was okay with us meeting and we met and then it just went from there yeah Instagram we making love connections yeah. <laughs> I see and Facebook Couple Facebook yeah. yeah. My best friend is married to her husband off of MySpace. Met yeah. her husband on MySpace. Really? Yep. <laughs> I think have I ever met somebody? I slid in a DM, in, um, on Facebook. Like, have you? I think 2014. Yeah, I, I gotta learn how to shoot my shot. I haven't, and it was so corny. <laughs> I was like, "Do I know you?" <laughs> Oh, corny. Wait, you know? what? Do I know you? I was yet? like, don't do. Do I know you? He was like, well, we have mutual friends, and I was like, oh. well, he can't see your facial expression. <laughs> so, so I was like, you know, I was like, oh, okay. And then 
what ended up happening is I knew he was a rapper. Like I've been following him for a long time. So I was like, um, um, damn. He, he what happened was he liked something that I had posted on somebody else's page. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I'm about to friend him. <laughs> <laughs> I friended him yeah, and then really be real life plotting. Yeah, like, I was like yes. really plotting. When he liked, I was like, oh shit, he liked my shit. <laughs> and then um I was like, yo, I rap. I lied. I was like, yo, what? I rap. And he was like, what? He was like, for real? He was like, Wait, what's your, what? He was like, what's your rap name? He was like, yo, call me. I was like, got him. <laughs> and then I had, I talked to him for like two hours on the phone I, when I called him. And then I texted him like, yo, I'm lying. I'm not really a rapper. I just wanted your number. <laughs> that <laughs> he was is, like, that's what? bold. Yeah, I know. That was like the only time I like really shot, you know, shoot. I was plotting like that. That's like really that. bold. It's like that meme um, that was going around that was like, you keep liking my picture. Next, next, next picture. <laughs> the uh, next picture you like, like we I'm go making, together. Yeah. <laughs> we go together, you like another picture. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was a funny moment. Yeah, that was. That's you would funny. never do that? I just haven't really um, shot my shot. Like, I don't know. I never really had to, I guess. I don't know. I'm so old school. <laughs> And I feel like I need to get out of that though, because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, I don't. I be trying to be focused, like I be telling people, I think I'm a really amazing friend. I don't know. I'm being honest. I don't know if I know how to be a good girlfriend, uh-huh. or I don't think I've met the right person to match me. You know, mm-hmm. to understand like this is what my effort really looks like that I'm actually giving effort. In. You know, like are you like flip floppy? I'm not flip floppy. I just because you know you are a Gemini. Right? I am they like flip flop. You know, one I'm, minute y'all nice, one minute no. I'm not. I'm actually like I just get like once my switch is off and like say if like you know I'm trying and then you do something else dumb like I don't I don't know how to turn that switch back on to care like I I I, yeah, I become very me. nonchalant. That's how you are. I become very nonchalant and very like just off. Mm-hmm. Like you'll start getting like you call me like one word like I I may answer but I be like what's up and then I'm very like um, straightforward so it's just kind of like oh you're not about to call me and pretend that this X Y and Z just didn't happen and that's not a ju- address I don't sweep stuff under the rug uh, like okay. we have to fix this and then we we go, go move, move forward move forward yeah you do agree totally agree you agree on that totally they said agree. that like um with relationships you can't go to bed mad at each other. Uh, <laughs> that's hard, right? Sound good. A lot of people say it's hard. It's super hard. Especially yeah. to, to not go to bed mad at each other. I, I I mean, I would try that in my next relationship. I, I don't know. It, it would be a beautiful thing. You just got to have communication. A lot of people lack communication. I agree. Because the sex is involved. There's a lot of things involved. I think, I think in the beginning. Too. Yeah. Like with a lot of people. But then I some think. people, they could just have sex and be good. Like... That's weird. That is very weird. Like, but that's their communication probably from the beginning. Yeah. Like, and everybody has one thing I'm learning, especially in my singleness, like love languages. Like, everybody's love language is so different. different yeah. So when you meet somebody and they don't have the same love language as you, and if that person is not willing to learn to love you the way that you need to be loved, it's, or you're not making that effort to love that person the way that they receive love, it's never going to work. It's, yeah. it's never going to work. You know what I mean? Where, like, my love language, like I said, could be, like, I have to I have to communicate. I have to talk. Mm-hmm. But his his love language is, like, you know, like, 
we have he sex and yeah, like oh, he's good. good. You yeah. know what I mean? Where that's not my love language, and mm-hmm. if we don't find some type of common common ground, like that's never going to work out. It's never going to work out. And I just, I, I really kind of studied love languages. It's, it's like powerful. Yeah, that's like the love language. Like uh, your last girlfriend, she might have liked gifts, right? And you try to shower. Your the new, new girl, girl, girl from gifts. And she that don't like that's that. That's not yeah. what she likes. Right. She likes your words of affirmation. She yeah. likes to hear. Hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she likes different. to hear, it or she likes your time. Yeah. yeah. You know I, mean? I like time. I don't yeah. like gifts. I'm not a gift person. But if you want to spend time with me all day, and I really like you, yeah, yeah. that's like, I don't like all that whining and dining. I'm just not that chick. Like, but some people are like that. That's yeah. their love, love language. You yeah. Got, yeah. You gotta learn people. You do. Definitely. I don't think people learn. Not other. no more. I don't think that people take the time to really get to know each other. They want to. Everything's so quick and fast. fast. But I, I know people that have got married, like, known each other after a month. And, and they're works. still married to this day. And it works. Like, six years, I think. I know a couple people. I like, guess it's hit or miss. <laughs> but I think they, they, they hit, you know, some hard bumps, but they were able to overcome it and work on their marriage. I think it's like, and it's weird because... One couple I know, they got married for papers, and they they were together. They up, but they ended up. They were being together, together, but no, they were together. But he needed to get straight, so they got married. But that's what I'm saying. Then they actually ended up really liking each other and being. Together? Yeah, they did like each other prior, but he was gonna marry somebody else. Well, he he didn't like her that much then. Well, they <laughs> it's it's weird, but um, she was like, "Why are you not ma- marrying me? We're together, you know." And he was like, "Oh yeah," he didn't even think about it like that. But then they end up getting married. Now they're, I think it's like, yeah, 2007. It's been 11 years now. Wow. They're well, that's married. beautiful. Um, something my, my, my mentor told me is like, you got to learn, you got to, um, the person that you continue to want to fight for, like you never give up on fighting for them. Like when you get in an argument, you still go back to correct it. You know what I mean? Mm. Something gets on your nerves. Like you, just that person that you're going to continue to go through those arguments with. And when you have that with somebody, like, you're not, you know, walking out regardless. But it's not, like, toxic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just more so, like, you're going to, you, the person that you want to go through the motions with. Like, yeah. good, bad, or indifferent, you're not going nowhere. Yeah. They, like, that's, that's kind of what he said. Yeah, my mentor, that's what Y'all he said, like, it. makes it, you know, like, that's the person I want to do life with. That's mm-hmm. what he says it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do life with this person. I don't want to do life with nobody else. Oh, yeah. That's when you know. Like, yeah. yeah. He's that's like, when you, you know. just get to a place where it's like, this is the person I want to do life with. Like, I want to get old with. God forbid something happens to me. She got to change my depends. Like, yeah. That's, you know, like, that's, that's the person. That's key. Yeah. Or like, God forbid something happened to her. Like, I'm going to take care of her. her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's key. Trusting somebody. And marriage is big to trust somebody with yeah. that. Yeah. That power. Your last yeah. name. Your, that's yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. So you got an event coming up? I do. I have a a, a masquerade shindig uh, at oh. Il Portico, November second in Burlington. I think it's going to be really nice. I think it's nice. Gonna be nice. You yeah. going? I, I, I just heard it. I'm just hearing we about going. it. We going. Okay. We going. Yeah, the masks are mandatory, so it's going. I want. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Just came back from New Orleans, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. going to be nice. 
I really think yeah. that's a dope event. I really think it's going to be nice. I got some people coming up, coming down from North Jersey. I got some people coming from Virginia. Is it for anything specific, like raising money for anything no, or just having like it's an just, event? Yeah. I, I, I used to promote parties a few years ago, mm-hmm. like every day, and it burnt me out. Mm-hmm. And So just having some adult fun. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. need that. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. different, too. Especially the area don't really have a lot going on. No, we on. don't. We right. have the same thing going on, like yeah. day parties and that stuff is played out to me. Yeah. I think you need something grown. Y'all got day like. parties out here? Yeah. Oh, but it's... <laughs> I ain't never heard is of that. Is there an age requirement? Well, yeah. The adults. 21. 21. Ugh. What? I thought you was about to say 25. I don't... I mean... I, I believe... I want to say that I have a mature crowd Proud. that's going to come out. I don't, okay. Like, I don't really... People know, like, I ain't with the extra stuff. Yeah. Like, if you come in... This is my event. Like, yeah. if you do something here, you disrespecting me. Come on, man. I don't yeah. play that. Yeah. Mm, what date is it on? November 2nd. I want to say that's a Saturday. Oh, okay. You got any events coming up? Um, Really, I don't have any events coming up. I start my contracts next month with uh, two different high schools. Okay. So I'll be doing a lot of that. I will be having events at the top of the year because um, we'll go, we're going into college tour, raising money for the college tour. Okay. And, I want um, part to that. We're we're doing the HBCU. I want parts of that. Okay, well we definitely could talk and connect because mm-hmm. um I actually once again you can't do everything by yourself. So there was another gentleman that reached out to me and was like, Yo, like I want you to handle the girls, let me handle the boys and let's yeah. get like fifty kids on this HBCU college tour. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be sitting down with him to figure out some um fundraising ideas and events for the top of the year and Really, that's it. I'm partner with um, other organizations. We have a um, they they have a lock in Christmas event um, called the night before Christmas in Pensalkin. So that's what I'll be more yeah. involved in. Yeah, um, I've definitely taken a step back because, I, like I told you before, I'm in the retooling process of the nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So I've taken a step back to focus more on my contracts and. I'm actually um, just focusing on uh, getting my board together for my nonprofit. Nice. So the top of the year, you know, I'm not going to talk about it here, but yeah, yeah. I have something really big at the top of the year. Just come, yeah, yeah, I'm excited, nervous and excited, but nervous. Yeah, yeah. we do uh, this Thursday, uh, September 27th. Uh, we kicking off our new year, our program year, Sons of Someone and Someone's Daughter. Uh, we have an open house. Is going to be in Warnaco Park in Roselle at 6 p.m. We starting off our, our new year and we're we're trying to retool all as well. So like uh before we're we're based out of Elizabeth, but we moved to like a, a central location so where we could be more countywide. Mm. So so different towns could bring in their kids. So we uh we're starting off our new year with that and we have a fundraiser. We have a, a uh, NFL game, um, a Jets versus Broncos game that we're fundraising um, for. And I think the, the tickets are only like $63. If you've been to an NFL game, you know tickets cost a lot of money. Yeah. So uh, that's one of our fundraisers that we're starting off the year with. Um, the game is next month. Okay. Nice. So thank y'all for coming through. No thank problem. you for to having us. have two us. dope mentors thank in you. the area. Thank you. I think um, that was dope. Thank you. And y'all both Gemini's. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> we the best. <laughs> no. <True>. But um <laughs> thank you for coming through. <laughs> no problem.
Anytime. Oh, put y'all plugs in. Y'all want anybody to follow y'all? Oh yeah, definitely follow um me personally at Miss We Care um on Instagram M S W E C A R E and follow my nonprofits page. You could see everything that we just kind of done over the years. It's um at We Care W E C A R E underscore do you d o y o u. All right, so on Facebook, I'm Antoine Nelson, A-N-T-O-I-N-E, Nelson. Um, On Instagram, A, as in Apple, 25, Nelson. Um, Also, uh, I want to shout out uh, my web series that I'm a part of, Mayhem Web Series. I don't want to give out the name, but I was on the phone yesterday. I'll tell y'all after this over, but I was on the phone yesterday with a a major Hollywood actor, producer. Amazing. he done cut some checks, Ooh. and he's uh he wanted to take us to the next level. He said he was um he said one night he was just on YouTube and he just stumbled upon our series wow. and he just binge watched it. That's crazy. That's and dope. That's dope. He said he ready to back it. And he, the wow. power of social media, right? Wow. And he backed it. He 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 invested in in our and mm-hmm. our. So we trying to take that to congratulations. Another level. Wow, so check dope. that out on YouTube Mayhem, Mayhem Web Series. I'm gonna check that out. Check yeah. that out. Yeah, I'm gonna check that check out. Check that out. But thank y'all for coming through. Can I say my Facebook? Uh-huh. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Facebook. <laughs> he reminded me <laughs> at Brenda Phillips. Mm-hmm. B-R-E-N-D-A-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. Okay. Thank you for having us, Nina. No problem. Shout out to the mentors and keep doing your thing. Thank you. Hey, DC. For a limited time at VisionWorks, you can get two complete pairs of glasses, frames, lenses, the works, for just $49 on single vision glasses and $89 on progressives. And that's a good deal. But we offer that pricing on over 500 frames, which makes it a great deal. Right now, buy two complete pairs of single vision glasses for just $49 or two pairs of progressives for only $89. VisionWorks, we're here to help you. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Offer expires November 10th.